This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, November 2nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Allen. Here's today's headlines. Clovis faces new questions. Tax day. Farmers watching NFL. Milk fight. New subsidy data. And selling America. Senate Democrats are throwing a new roadblock in front of Sam Clovis' nomination to be USDA Undersecretary for Research. The top Democrat on the Senate Agriculture Committee, Debbie Stabenow, is demanding information about his role in a Trump campaign advisor's effort to set up a relationship with the Russian government. In a letter to Clovis, Stabenow wants to know why Clovis encouraged the advisor, George Papadopoulos, to make a trip to Russia. She's also demanding that Clovis disclose any other discussions or communications related to making contact with key Russians. Tax Day. House Republicans expected to release their detailed tax plan today after a day's delay. And Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue is hitting the road to help promote the bill. He'll be in Orlando, Florida with Vice President Mike Pence for a meeting with community and business leaders. Watch AgriPulse.com for details of the House tax bill and the potential impact on agriculture. Milk producers sticking with the NFL. The controversy over NFL players kneeling during the national anthem snagging an unlikely group at U.S. milk producers. The dairy industry paid the NFL $325,000 this year for a partnership that relies on NFL players to promote milk consumption, good nutrition, and healthy activity in the schools. The industry is pleased with the project's results, but the NFL linkage alarmed some producers when players started kneeling, a concern that a group of producers raised in a recent meeting with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. So far, the damage to the program has been limited. Tom Gallagher, CEO of Dairy Management Incorporated, told members of the National Milk Producers Federation yesterday in Anaheim, California, that three of 73,000 participating schools dropped out of the program because of the kneeling. Gallagher drew applause from the crowd when he said the program would not use any players who kneel during the anthem. But he said DMI will reevaluate the program at the end of the year. For now, the support and supplemental funding the project gets back is worth far more than the 325000 DMI puts into it. There are dozens of players who are doing wonderful things in their communities. Those are the players we use, Gallagher said. War between dairy and alternatives heats up. One of the hottest topics at the National Milk's annual meeting is the increased competition from almond and soy milks and other plant-based dairy alternatives. The industry is pursuing several approaches that include appealing to FDA to restrict the use of the term milk to dairy products and pushing legislation called the Dairy Pride Act that would accomplish the same thing. The industry's new slogan, Undeniably Dairy, is also subtly suggesting that alternative products are imposters. But the plant-based products are fighting back. Representatives of the Plant-Based Foods Association have been on Capitol Hill this week lobbying against the Dairy Pride Act and will be holding a media event today to promote their cause. The group, which recently added Campbell Soup Company, cites Nielsen data saying sales of plant-based dairy alternatives, including cheese and yogurt, have increased 20% over last year. Blue Diamond, the almond growers cooperative, also is part of the effort to push back on the Dairy Pride Act. Trump still wants to fix locks and dams. 
The Trump administration is moving full steam ahead on plans to invest in infrastructure, including the aging locks and dams critical to moving farm commodities, according to Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue. The secretary said, quote, one of the advantages we have over Brazil is infrastructure. He spoke yesterday at a White House event called the Rural Infrastructure Conversation, which was attended by industry and watchdog groups. Purdue said they've got wonderful fields, but they can't get the products to the market like we do. No details for financing the infrastructure projects were discussed in the brief period that the press was allowed into the event, and Purdue did not take questions afterward. EWG dumps new tranche of subsidy data. With an eye on the next farm bill, the Environmental Working Group today is releasing data on $14 billion worth of commodity subsidies made to farmers for the past two years. DeLine Farms Partnership, a multi-state grain and cotton operation based in Charleston, Missouri, tops the list of 2016 recipients with payments totaling more than $4 million. The 2016 payments included $2.2 million in agriculture risk coverage payments and $1.3 million from the price loss coverage program. Keep in mind, crop insurance premium subsidies are not included since they're currently protected from disclosure. EWG and other groups, however, are backing legislation that would require the USDA to start releasing those figures as well. Policy critics decry inaction. Critics of U.S. food policy released a new congressional scorecard that won't give voters much information. Congress has taken very few votes on agriculture or food issues that could be rated, so the new Food Policy Action Scorecard also gives lawmakers credit for bills they're sponsoring, even if the measures have gone nowhere. Senators were graded on just one vote, that the nomination of Scott Pruitt to head the EPA and 10 different bills. House members were scored on five votes and 11 bills. Our scorecard rally reflects where our country is today when it comes to tackling big issues that people care about. That the word of Chef and FPA co-founder Tom Calico. Here's today's He Said It. American farmers should see the meat, milk, and crops they sell overseas as something more than a source of income, says Tom Vilsack, the former agriculture secretary who is now president and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council. Speaking at the National Milk's annual meeting, Vilsack said that every farmer in the country is, in essence, an ambassador for the U.S. When people overseas have the opportunity to consume the food we produce for them, they learn something about America. They learned that there is great care to safety, that U.S. farmers genuinely want people to enjoy a product, and they want it to be safe. They learned that America is a country of great abundance and the capacity to produce more than anyone in the world. And they learned that American farmers are deeply concerned about their land and the environment. Expanding exports is about expanding the American brand. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, November 2nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkins of the Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.